Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, May 31st. It is six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So it's a big show today. We're going to focus on the gyms. All right. So before, okay, look, a gajillion people, yes. Fully aware of everything with Jim Lucas. Yes, we're absolutely going to get to it later in the hour. We will do uh, everything everybody's been waiting for on Jim Lucas. So we will absolutely get to all the drama with him coming up in a little bit. But first, we've got to stay focused on the stuff that affects every single American right now, and that is this disastrous deal negotiated by Kevin McCarthy with Joe Biden that adds trillions of dollars to the national debt, does nothing to curb spending, does nothing to address inflation, and continues to grow government at completely out-of-control rates. Okay, so Kevin McCarthy said, if you think I failed you, I'm sorry. (laughs) But if you think I failed... I think you're wrong. I've said that to several ex-girlfriends over the years. <laughs> if you think I failed you, what was the quote? I'm sorry. And then what was the last part of it? But if you think I failed, I think you're wrong. That's exactly what I can't tell you the amount of times I've said that as I'm told. You have to leave. This is, uh, it's not you, it's me. No, it's me. It's I invented the it's not you, it's me. It's uh, him. It's uh, definitely him. I, look, so here is, there are things that are incredibly intriguing about this. And number one is that it is going to take Democrats to get this bill across the finish line and a large amount of Democrats. When we tell you there is no difference, when we tell you this is all dinner theater, when we tell you that these people, these people in Washington, are not working on your behalf and that the, it is whose line it, it is the old show whose line is it anyway where the games what, what is it where the games made up and the rules don't matter was mm-hmm. the the tagline that's what this is so Kevin McCarthy's first meaningful act of, as speaker of the house is he is going to need many many democrats to team up with him as he spits in the face of conservatives to pass a bill that does the exact opposite of what he promised for months in the lead up to the election and the months in the lead up to the debt ceiling. This is the Republican Party now. Well, he should have no problem getting those Democrats because they're pretty happy with the deal. They should be. And here is the one that is most fascinating to me. And again, I am not the right person to have this conversation with because I tapped out of the Republican Party for the most part a long time ago. But if you are a person who keeps voting for these people, At what point will you say this lie is the last lie? This has been going on with the Republicans since the first Bush administration, where they tell you something, they make promises to you, they claim they've learned their lesson, and then they get in there and they do the exact opposite. They're not sorry. This is who they are. You can't be mad. If you choose to handle the snake and the snake bites you, yes, there are some, some conservatives inside the Republican Party. There are people like Chip Roy who we're going to hear from. Mm-hmm. There, there, there are people like Matt Gates. There are 
but for the most part, it is establishment individuals who are invested in their own power and reelection. And when you couple those with people like Thomas Massey, and you know I love Thomas Massey, yeah. but who is so wed to his unwavering principles that he can't get out of his own way and naively thinks that if I just do this, it will force government spending cuts because it says that on paper. They never do that. They, it doesn't matter what the law says. It doesn't matter what the rule says. It doesn't matter what it says on the paper. How many times have they just ignored what it says on the paper? 99 pages is what is on the paper. It's like that song, Nana, from, uh, you know, the 80s, 99 Red Balloons. This is 99 Red Flags. It is. And Thomas Massey is hung up on procedural. And, and so for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Thomas Massey, who is my what? Man, I hate this, Casey, because this is the one guy I actually like, and I understand why he's doing it. So Thomas Massey is a U.S. rep from Kentucky. He is by far the most libertarian-oriented member of the U.S. Congress. He is by far, based on voting record, absolutely the best voting member of the U.S. Congress. He is even better in many cases than Rand Paul. But he vowed, because the Democrats have completely destroyed what they call regular order, how business is done, the ability to ram things through without everybody having to vote in public. And he is so committed, and God bless him for that, because there are ways things ought to be done. He's so committed to returning things to the way they ought to be done, that he wants things to go through the regular order. And there is what is called the, um, it's called the, I think it's called the penny principle, I think is the name of it, in which if these bills do not get passed in regular order, these spending bills that are coming up, then there are automatic, on paper, there are automatic cuts of 1% to defense and non-defense spending. So his argument was, no, we're going to do this the right way through through the uh, appropriations bills. And then if we don't pass the appropriations bills, then the automatic cuts happen. That's great on paper. But we have seen this a gajillion times where, well, if then, and if then, and if happens, and then doesn't happen because the government just makes the rules up as they go along. It doesn't help anybody if he's the only one following the rules. Absolutely. So... You have got, this is going to be totally, totally interesting today because Joe Biden will get as many Democrat votes as he needs. There'll probably be between 130 and 150 Republicans. So that means somewhere between 80, 60 and 80 Republicans who will vote against this bill. The first bill of any meaning that Kevin McCarthy is putting forward, and he's going to need somewhere probably between 60 and 80 Democrats to get him across the finish line. And he lied. There's He's funding the IRS. He's 100% funding the IRS. He lied. He lied right out of his backside because that's what he is. That's what he is, Casey. He's a liar. They're liars. Okay, well, the list of Republicans last night was around 20 who said they weren't going to vote for this bill. But as of this morning, it was in the 30s. And does it include Jim Banks? So this morning, mm-hmm. after... Days of radio silence from Jim Banks. He finally came out. Should we? So he, he went on Whoa Whoa, mm-hmm. which is the the big radio station up there in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. And why don't we? We've got the auto. Why don't we just play what Jim Banks said? How he's going to vote on this issue doesn't add up uh, to me. So I'm today. I'm going to vote against uh, this new deal. Uh, it it falls way short of uh, of what I expected. Uh, and, and had hoped for to do something to send us back on a path to 
bring down the national debt, not to allow it to grow either, even further. Well, okay, so this is pretty big news. Just so we're clear here, Congressman, you're telling me you are going to vote no on this debt deal being presented by Biden and McCarthy? Yeah, I, I, I can't vote for it. So uh, I, I haven't, I, I haven't uh, announced that yet until this morning on your show. But I'm, I'm not sure it's big news. I mean, I, I have a consistent record of voting against <laughs> raising the debt limit. And um, I had hoped that this moment of leverage um, would allow us to do something uh, significant to address Stop. the stop, national stop, debt. Stop, 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 I, stop, stop. I, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to have an aneurysm right here on the air. <laughs> so this guy, Jim Banks, mm-hmm. went on this radio show. Uh, he didn't go on this radio show. He went on this radio station. He yeah. wouldn't dare go on this radio show. And went on all these other media apparatuses across the state and repeatedly said what a great guy Kevin McCarthy was, how you can totally trust Kevin McCarthy, how, oh, don't believe the people who say he's not a conservative. He is a conservative. Voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times, and then he and his people were bad-mouthing anyone who had the audacity to go, you're full of crap, dude, and you're just doing this because you don't want to get a wrong side of those guys because they'll give you a primary challenge in your run for U.S. Senate. And the first thing of consequence that Kevin McCarthy does is so bad that he's got to vote against it. Yes. That's the judgment of Jim Banks. Yes. A guy, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Fifteen times he votes for Kevin McCarthy. Comes on these shows. Oh, the people who are bad-mouthing Kevin McCarthy, they don't know anything. He's a great guy. He's a conservative. He'll show you the first thing he did. That is the judgment of Jim Banks, that it was so bad, he's got to vote against it. Well, apparently Kevin McCarthy is not the negotiator that Jim Banks originally thought he was. (laughs) Is that what he said? No. No. Well, he's not going to say anything. He's going to not acknowledge that. He's not going to acknowledge that he went he he went to bat for this guy. He's not going to imbo- uh, uh, acknowledge that he's totally in bed with this guy. The judgment of the people who represent us in Washington, D.C. sucks. It absolutely sucks. And this is the leadership we get, and these are the deals that we get, and we are the ones who get screwed. Jim Banks is going to be fine. You know why? Because he's going to continue to get his sweetheart salary and his benefits, and Kevin McCarthy's going to be fine. And probably and, a Senate seat. And AO, yeah, and in the case of Jim Banks, probably a Senate seat. Kevin McCarthy's going to be fine. AOC is going to be fine. Mitch McConnell's going to be fine. You know who's not going to be fine? You're not going to be fine. Is Kevin McCarthy going to be fine? Some people, well, at least one person is already asking for him to step down as speaker. We'll get into that coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 20 minutes after 9, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So we woke up to news about Jim Lucas this morning, and we will address that shortly. Yes, you people need to just calm down. When are you going to talk about Lucas? Next segment, Mm -hmm. we will get to the whole Jim Lucas thing. But we, we have an obligation to stay on the things that matter most on the top of this show. And as pathetic and sad and unbelievable as the Jim Lucas thing is... The, na- the national debt and the debt ceiling matters far more than that. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a lot of the GOP leaders. They're racing to secure this debt ceiling deal that McCarthy struck with Biden. But there is a growing list of Republicans who are not on board. And the bill does need a simple majority to clear the House and head to the Senate. So Chip Roy has kind of become the mascot mm-hmm. of this anti-debt ceiling bill. Uh 
from Texas. He's a U.S. rep from Texas. And sometimes I feel like we really got to, you know, describe up the audio you're about to hear. In this case, we've got two audio clips from Chip Roy, and I think they kind of speak for themselves. If you're out there watching this, every one of my colleagues, be very clear, not one Republican should vote for this deal. It is a bad deal. No one sent us here to borrow an additional $4 trillion to get absolutely nothing in return. But at best, if I'm being really generous, a spending freeze for a couple of years. That's it. That's about what you get. And frankly, you're going to make things worse. And my Democratic colleagues know it. That's why they're supporting it. Mm -hmm. That's why they're going around gleeful. Like, there's a reason our Democrat colleagues support this. There's a reason that Mitt Romney supports this. There's a reason that Bill Kristol supports this. It's all the same stuff. There's a reason that our conservative allies are opposing it roundly. The Club for Growth, scoring against it. The Heritage Foundation, scoring against it. Freedom Works, scoring against it. Ron DeSantis, publicly opposed. President Trump said he thought we should default rather than pursue this kind of lunacy. At the end of the day, the only person that would default in this town is Joe Biden, unless Republicans default on the American dream by voting for this bad bill. That is why this group will oppose it. We will continue to fight it today, tomorrow, and no matter what happens, there's going to be a reckoning about what just occurred unless we stop this bill by tomorrow. Bam. Boom. Roasted. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so it's 99 pages long, and it holds non-defense spending at the current level. But then in 2025, it's going to even raise it 1%. So, so much for the whole, we're going to go back to 22 levels, which really wasn't that much. I used to see this all the time in government when I would talk about government reform. And... I entered with the mindset of everything in government is broken and everything should have the opportunity to be cut and or reformed. And you would see this all the time where somebody would come in and go, yeah, you should do something about spending or you should fix this. Okay, here's the three ways we're going to do that. No, 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 no. That's got something in there that I really like. Yeah, but if we're going to fix it and everything's broken, then we've got to fix all of it. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, we talk about the favorite phrase that I hear all the time. I'm with you on 99% of the mm -hmm. stuff, but on this one. There's that one well, thing. Well, you're, you're just wrong on this one. Oh, so I'm right on 99% of the stuff, except for the stuff that is your pet project mm. in government. It sounds like you're talking about Joe Manchin. <laughs> yes. Because his pet project is that pipeline. Well, and think about this. This bill is so bad. The Republicans, Joe Manchin is DOA right now in his Senate reelection. And the one, the one thing that can save him is this pipeline. Remember last year? So this happened last year when Manchin stabbed society in the back and agreed to vote for the Green Dream. And part of the deal was Schumer promised him, I will give you this pipeline that runs through West Virginia, and I will get it up for a vote. And so Manchin, without any sort of assurance other than Schumer's assurance, votes for the green dream and it passes and we all saw what a disaster that's been they lied and called it the inflation reduction act well then schumer can't get the votes because aoc and the maniacs on the left said ha, ha, kiss our backside buddy we don't owe you nothing and so he didn't get it up for a vote and it crushed him in the polls mm -hmm. 
Well, no one snatches defeat from the jaws of victory better than the Republicans because in this debt ceiling bill, there is approval of that pipeline. The one thing that could possibly save Joe Manchin's re-election campaign and the Republicans are like, here you go, sir. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate you being a part of the process. Which way do you think he'll vote? Well, we've got more from Chip Reed. Chip Roy. Chip Roy. Uh, He said not one Republican should vote for the deal. Last week, there was a breach. There was a breach in the structure that we agreed to put in place to make sure that we are representing the American people through this heretofore United Republican Conference. The Republican Conference right now has been torn asunder. And we are working hard to try to put it back together again this weekend by making sure that this bill gets stopped. I want to be very clear. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. Not one. If you're out there watching this, every one of my colleagues, be very clear. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. All right, we've got more from, we'll get to Lauren Boebert a little later in the show. This thing is awful, and this is what the Republicans always do. And if you're not going to check out on the Republicans if this thing passes, then you're just saying to them, there is nothing you can do to me because they lied. I mean, they lied to you again. Mm-hmm. It's like normally in a relationship, if you take somebody back, they at least tell you the truth for a few months. Do they change their ways? They at least have a few months of restraint before they start cheating on you again. But in this case, hey, right out of the gate. Here we go again. All right. You've yeah. been betrayed. Yes. When we come back, we will get to the whole Jim Lucas thing and it is terrible and it is awful and we'll try to give you some perspective and make some sense on it you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc it is 9:33. you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc all right here we go let's talk about it Representative Jim Lucas was arrested and held in the Jackson County Jail early this morning. Police say he drove while intoxicated and then left the scene of a crash. He was uh, on Interstate 65, just north of Seymour. This was around midnight, and uh, he left the scene where he had apparently crashed his vehicle. Now, most people by now have seen the mugshot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not good the report if the police are accurate and it'll all come out even worse and so many people have said boy i can't wait for today's show you're really gonna light into him boy this is gonna be so entertaining and here's what i've told those people casey i want to see jim lucas fail at the ballot box i didn't want to see him fail like this i want to see people like jim lucas rejected by the voters because of their awful voting record. Jim Lucas deserves to lose. He deserves to not be a state rep. But I wanted to see him have to stand in front of the people and be rejected. I don't want to see something like this because I don't want anything bad personally to happen to Jim Lucas. I certainly don't want anything bad to happen to other people who could have been, maybe were involved, we don't know, you know, in in this in this alleged incident this is not the way i want to see somebody like jim lucas go out but having said that we have been telling you on this show Mm -hmm. for a very long time 
that someone needs to check on Jim Lucas. That fighting with radio broadcasters in the middle of the night or early on a Sunday morning, that is not normal behavior. The incessant tagging of some guy who doesn't even live in your district, the repeated engagement of someone who's not engaging with you, that's very, very sociopathic, narcissistic behavior and a very troubling pattern from a state rep. And we had, to, we how many times on this show, Casey, have we said, if you know this guy. Yeah, let's do a wellness check. Check on him. Mm-hmm. He was booked into the Jackson County Jail around 3.46 in the morning. And the preliminary charges are operating a vehicle while intoxicated and leaving the scene of a crash with property damage. He was in the jail until at least 9 a.m. that we know of. His bond was set for $705. So at this point, he needs to resign. Oh, absolutely. But the question is, and, and so this is, brings my, to my next thing, because people said, well, you know, we can't wait to hear Rob Kendall handle this issue. And here's how I'm going to handle it, Casey. I want Jim to get help. Mm-hmm. I want Jim to become a better person out of this. I want him to have a the remaining healthy, happy life. I mean, you look at that mugshot, and that is not a healthy or happy person. And I have no idea what's going on. I mean, it's allegedly, you know, after midnight, you're a state rep, and you're you're driving around intoxicated, intoxicated mm-hmm. and you're and and I think the fleeing of the the scene of the accident is what get uh, the people I've talked to look. Everybody makes a mistake. It, it doesn't mean that it in any way diminishes the mistake. But the idea of the rules don't apply to me, mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Well, okay, there's one or two things are going on there. It's the rules don't apply to me, that narcissistic attitude of I can just move ahead in front of the line because I'm special. Or the beverages were talking and he wasn't thinking clearly. Well, who knows? And it'll all come out. But here's here is how, because again, my goal on this is not not to be ha 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 guy because this is again not the way i want to see any of our state reps or senators who have betrayed the people of this state go out that is not what i want i want to see them lose next spring in a primary at the ballot box i want the voters of this state to resoundingly reject whether it was jim lucas or the tesla guy or john crane or uh, any uh, rod and todd the flanders boys the speaker of the house and the pro tim I want to see the voters take care of this because all of these people deserve to lose. But I want to see Jim get better. So here's how I'm going to handle this, Casey. If Jim mans up, because he's a Marine, right? Big, tough guy, big, strong guy, big, big, tough guy on social media. So the right thing to do here, if indeed he did do this, is to man up, to publicly own it, to without any retraction, redaction, whatever, tell people exactly what happened, and resign your seat if indeed it did happen. Mm-hmm. If what the state police are saying happened, did happen, then we're out of here. And then we all, I'm not going to say we all part friends. But, but we, we part. But we part. And you're not going to hear any bragging or any uh, victory laps or any celebration from me. But if this guy and the gym I know, I have big concerns about this, does not resign, I will dedicate as many segments on this radio show as I have to Every single day, if I have to, to make sure this guy does not serve another day in the Indiana House of Representatives. Because this behavior, if Jim did this to himself, but this is the behavior, the thought patterns 
The lack of self-control. How many times have we talked about that with mm-hmm. him? Yep. Lack of self-control. Yes. That is in the Indiana State House, and I'm not letting that make decisions for me anymore. Well, he is supposed to represent the people of Seymour in that district, right? right. Is this who you are? Talking to his constituents, is this who you are? So, so I would hope that every Republican, if indeed this proves to be true, and trust me, Todd Houston and Rod Bray, the Flanders boys, already know. Most of the people in that state house, I've talked to a bunch of birdies, they already know what happened. They need to, if indeed that did happen, as is being reported by state police, call on him to resign. Mm-hmm. And he needs to do the right thing if indeed this did happen and resign. And you're not going to hear any victory laps on this show because I'm sure I will dislike whatever choice the party bosses pick to be his replacement because that's how they do it in a caucus just as much as Jim. But if he doesn't resign, then all bets are off because I'm not letting this total lack of judgment and self-control represent me or 7 million other people without every day reminding people who and what it is. Yeah, three-step process. Here we go. Admit the mistake, apologize, take corrective action. And in this case, there could be a few points with take corrective action. Stepping down, getting the help that he needs. I have a great friend, and I'm, I'm going to say his name because, well, he does this publicly. His name is Adam Ritz. And Adam Ritz was one of the great radio personalities in the history of this city. And Adam, many, many years ago, had one unfortunate event happen in his life that totally derailed his radio career. And out of that unfortunate event, Adam owned where he was in his life, owned what he was doing in his life, and then has spent the rest of his life as a motivational speaker, attempting to educate people, especially younger people, college campuses, etc., on making good choices because one bad choice can derail your entire life. And so that is an, ex- an example of someone who took the worst moment of their life and has done infinite amounts of good going forward for society because they owned the worst moment in their life. They manned up, they took the consequences, and they have helped countless people. They have probably mm-hmm. saved countless lives. Jim Lucas has the opportunity to be that right now. Well, we don't know if this is the worst moment in his life. Well, but we do know publicly <laughs> Publicly, it is. Yeah. We do know publicly it is. And Jim has the opportunity out of this to be that sort of person. And I hope he takes advantage of it. So that that is my deal on this. If, if there is an acknowledgement, if there's a resignation, ain't no victory lap here. Because whether, whether Jim was horrific to me and other people who questioned his voting record, that doesn't matter here because this is a personal issue. A person with serious personal problems who we shouldn't be celebrating in, but he has no business whatsoever, Casey, Mm -hmm. in representing 7 million people in this state. No, but once he does sober up and realize the weight of this, he needs to take responsibility for it. Sure, we'll see what happens. And do the right thing. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Do you want to talk about Donald Trump? Yes. He's he's announced a new policy (laughs) initiative that would see children of illegal immigrants born in the U.S. not eligible for citizenship. He's signing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. 
thousands by the tens of thousands. As part of my plan to secure the border on day one of my new term in office, I will sign an executive order making clear to federal agencies that under the correct interpretation of the law, going forward, the future children of illegal aliens will not receive automatic U.S. citizenship. It's things like this that bring millions of people to our country, and they enter our country illegally. My policy will choke off a major incentive for continued illegal immigration, deter more migrants from coming, and encourage many of the aliens Joe Biden has unlawfully let into our country to go back to their home countries. They must go back. Nobody could afford this. Nobody could do this. And even morally, it's so wrong. My order will also end their unfair practice known as birth tourism, where hundreds of thousands of people from all over the planet squat in hotels for their last few weeks of pregnancy to illegitimately and illegally obtain U.S. citizenship for the child, often to later exploit chain migration to jump the line and get green cards for themselves and their family members. It's a practice that's so horrible. Okay, so should we take a break? <laughs> you because, need to digest all well, of that? Well, because he's being ridiculous again. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not wrong in terms of what he's saying is happening, but how he proposes to deal with it, mm-hmm. he, there's, he has no chance of dealing with it in the way he claims he's going to deal with it, and he does this all the time. Being born in the United States gets you citizenship. That's been the law for... Well, and that's what I want to get into is... and. Uh, I need a moment. I need a moment. And then we'll get into this when we come back. It is 944. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 947. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC inciting the illegal foreign invasion of our country under Joe Biden. Donald Trump has said that under current citizenship rules, all children of those illegal immigrants will be granted birthright citizenship he wants to do away with that okay so he in this video we played it last segment that he put on truth social media he's absolutely right there are people that flood into this country Mm -hmm. for the sole purpose of having a child born in the united states so that person becomes a legal citizen of this country and if even if the parents don't their ability to stay here is infinitely enhanced by having a child in the united states and that's a major problem He's absolutely right. However, Casey, I'm going to read to you the for, part of the 14th Amendment to the United States, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so so let's remind everybody. This isn't just a law. This is an am- amendment to the Constitution, okay? So it's it's way above Congress can just walk out there and yeah. snap their fingers and change the law. Yeah. Quote, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. Now, the argument is the phrase jurisdiction Mm -hmm. thereof and subject to the jurisdiction thereof. So the argument now in legal circles is that people who are illegal immigrants are not subject to the jurisdiction of the United States, and thus it doesn't count if they do that. Okay, but as soon as, let's say you got elected and you issue this executive order, it's going to be immediately challenged in court 
and what if you lose? Which there's a good chance, given on where, you know, because the people who file the lawsuit generally get to choose where it goes, they're at least going to have it probably in their favor through a circuit court, probably even an appeals court, and then you get to the Supreme Court. So who knows how long that will take. And again, you're still likely to lose. It is unlikely that the Supreme Court will under will overthrow what is essentially hundreds of years of precedent and just say, you know what? Trump's right and everybody else for all those years was wrong. He says that this idea is going to deter illegal immigrants from coming here just so that their children can have citizenship. But I've never... I'm sure it's happening. Birth tourism. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, well, I'm, the, I'm sure that's a thing. Well, I mean, we talk about it all the time on this show in which the mass flood of illegal immigrants across the border is not about the people who are illegally entering the country. It's about the future generations of what they, mm -hmm. Biden, the Democrats believe, will be reliable Democrat voters mostly dependent upon government services and that's what they're talking about when they give these people an ankle monitor and go good luck see ya. good we'll luck see junior you years yeah Your asylum hearing is in three years they can be doing mm -hmm. all of this stuff that trump is talking about so he's absolutely right yeah in identifying the problem but the problem the resolution to the problem depending on what a court decides is most likely what it's always been which is preventing the people from illegally entering the country and I just think it's, he makes these, you know, pronunciations, pr proclamations, mm -hmm. I think was the word I was looking for there, and then just goes, vote for me and I'll do it. Right, knowing that he can't actually do it. So is our goal to just sound good or is our goal to accomplish? Because I thought you were going to finish the wall. Remember, it wasn't the first time it was build the wall. Well, if you finish that wall, pal, like you claim... This wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, how are all these people getting into the country illegally? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's also saying that he's looking how to beat Democrats in their ballot harvesting. Raising money for this. Now, this is a great idea. So we've talked about ballot harvesting. Uh, I believe it was uh, the Post Millennial had this article, which was really good. So Republicans have totally dropped the ball, as they do, because they're Republicans, on playing by... They're so busy fighting the rules, they're not playing by the rules to their advantage. And in, in this case, the ballot harvesting, which is the ability in a place like Pennsylvania where mass mail-in unaccountable voting ballots go out to people, you know, senior citizen homes or everyone gets one in their mailbox, you, you, the Democrats, whatever, hire someone, and their job is to, I'm doing air quotes for people here on the YouTube chat, collect the ballots. Well, of course, you have no idea who filled out that ballot. You have no idea who actually made those choices. You have no idea if that ballot ever even got to that person. And so in a place like Pennsylvania, Republicans have been hung up on fighting the ballot harvesting rather than then doing it. Just do it. The yeah. courts, until the courts say you can't do it, just do it. You're, this is, I mean, one of the reasons Fetterman is a senator right now. It's because of ballot harvesting. Right. He started with a, like a 300,000 mm -hmm. vote lead in early voting mm -hmm. because those people, the Democrats, were, uh, let me figure out how I want to phrase this here, making sure the ballots <laughs> got to the right people and then collecting them. Mm -hmm. And you, you're not going to overcome in a state like Pennsylvania in an off-year election or a midterm election a 300,000 vote, early vote. 
disadvantage. Okay, so Trump is now asking for financial contributions <laughs> to course. his ballot harvesting fund. Uh, <laughs> sounds like something out of a like a James Bond movie where the the villain has a ballot harvesting fund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if they're doing it, why 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 don't Republicans? Well, he's right. Now why play you- the game they're playing. Well, you're right, but wouldn't you want to wait until you see who the actual nominee is before you give money to a guy for a, quote, ballot harvesting fund? What if he's not even the nominee? Then what's he going to do? Is he going to help DeSantis ballot harvest? Right, here's the ballot harvesting fund. Right. We'll play nice. It is uh, 9.53. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I followed a new account yesterday, like a lot of people. It's the parody account Ah, on Twitter Uh of AOC, and she's not too thrilled about it. It clearly says that it is a parody (laughs) account, but it is going viral on Twitter, and i got to be honest with you, it's pretty funny. Yeah, so the, the, the account, and like you said, Casey, very clearly in the account, it is the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez press, press release, and then in just giant letters there, you can very ser- yeah. clearly see it says parody. But the issue here is, and again, we t- self-ownership was kind of our segment, our topic of a segment ago. She has so little self-ownership that she doesn't realize the stuff I say is so completely ridiculous that I now believe people are having a hard time deciphering between yes. the parody version of myself yes. and the actual version of myself. Yes, and that's the problem. If you can't tell the difference, because you have to actually click on it to see that it says parody. Right. If it just shows up in your feed, it looks like it could be her. And it's saying things like, feeling cute might go to the southern border for another photo shoot. <laughs> Farming should be illegal. Cow farts are far more dangerous than fentanyl. I mean, these are the things that are coming up on this parody account. Listen to this response from her, too. FYI, there's a fake account on here impersonating me and going viral. The Twitter CEO has engaged it, Mm -hmm. boosting visibility. It is releasing false policy statements and gaining spread. I am assessing with my team how to move forward. In the meantime, be careful what you see. She's assessing it with her team. Do you know how many people went and followed this account because she drew attention to it? I had no idea it even existed. I'm one of them. Uh, This might be the wine talking, but I've got a crush on Elon Musk. (laughs) And the real Elon Musk replied with a fire emoji. (laughs) Whoever is writing this parody account is got a good sense of humor and, and i love how the real aoc account is acting as though elon shared that because he thought it might be real mm-hmm. no like- <laughs> he's playing along with the parody because he thinks it's funny too uh, and then people are telling her you know it's a parody right we all know that do you not she's taking it more serious than anyone else and again she's bringing attention to it mm-hmm. i mean one of the things I've had to learn when you learn some self-control, and it's taken me a long time, but I'm older now and wiser, is that if someone has no attention being brought to them, don't bring attention to them. Right. Don't tell people, go look at this thing. Uh-huh. It'll eventually I, go away. People don't care what you're doing uh, unless you make them care. Yeah, it's like about two years ago, I had to just stop fighting with Twitter accounts that had like three followers because it was like, Nobody sees this. Who am I fighting with? I'm letting the people see it by fighting with you. Yes. She's letting it get to her a little bit more than she probably should. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you for listening this morning.